For many years, the village drew people from all across our region. And now, Ball State University is implementing a plan to revitalize this commercial district. Learn more about this ambitious plan. That's next on Cardinal Compass, Campus and Community Conversations. From the campus of Ball State University on Ball State PBS and Indiana Public Radio, this is Cardinal Compass, Campus and Community Conversations. At Ball State University, we welcome you as a learning partner from day one. Our students bring creativity and determination to each aspect of the learning experience, from the classroom to the community. At Ball State, we help students turn an emerging passion into an enduring purpose. Our beautiful campus, welcoming environment, immersive learning, and collaborative culture provide the ideal place for you to pursue your journey to a fulfilling career and a meaningful life. We fly. Are you ready to fly? Hello and welcome to Cardinal Compass. I'm Tara Konichny. And I'm Libby Kleemeyer. As the village begins its transformation, students and faculty members in the music and theater departments are looking forward to the new facility. Grace Benkowski reports. Ball State's facilities, like the Arts and Communications Building, have been the practice ground for many performing arts students. I love AC. And stages like University Theater have doubled as a familiar classroom. It's very homey. That will all change with the university's plan to create a brand new performing arts center at the corner of McKinley and University Avenue. The 63,000 square feet space will host a main stage theater, a black box theater, and a hotel attached. And we're calling it Project Finally. Chris Bolander holds a leading role in the development of the new facility. He says it will become a new home for many different departments, from dance to theater to music. Right now, we're spread across campus. We're in like four different buildings across campus. In addition to the new performance space, current theaters will be fully renovated into practice facilities. University Theater and Strava Theater are going to be gutted. They'll be turned into a bunch of studio theaters that allow us to rehearse our shows. This renovation is also going to allow us to bring the dance department home to the AC building and we'll all be housed in one place. For students like Isabella Jackson, the university hopes the facility will be a user-friendly space for learning by day and a highly experiential space for audiences by night. It's going to be a huge space full of new performance spaces but also rehearsal spaces which I'm very excited for, classrooms, like everything that we need in one central location. As this facility is expected to open in the fall of 2026, it leaves many freshmen excited for their senior year, like Haley Hirschberger. It's projected to be finished by my senior year, so I'm incredibly excited to be able to be one of the first ones to christen the space. According to the university, construction documents are being prepared this fall for companies to bid on next spring. In Muncie, Grace Benkowski, Cardinal Compass. Joining us now is Randy Ruttenberg, principal of Fairmount Properties, a real estate developer that is partnering with Ball State for this project. So, President Mearns and uh, Randy, how did this partnership come to be? Well, I'll let Randy talk a little bit about uh, his company's interest in Ball State and the village. We went through a process uh, that we invited developers from all across the country to submit proposals to partner with us in the village. And after that extensive selection process and interviewing and meeting with Randy and his team, we selected Fairmont Properties because of their extensive experience, particularly on working on campus edge projects with institutions like Ball State and in communities like Muncie. So it was their extensive experience. And maybe Randy, you can talk about a couple of those projects that really caught our eye. Sure, thank you so much for the opportunity to be here today. So um, 
First and foremost, this opportunity had incredible um, transformative um, opportunity, particularly given the amount of sites it had. This, uh, when we break ground, will be our 32nd um, project in our 25-year history. And it's not a single, pro uh, single project site. There are five separate projects. Uh, and collectively, those various different product types within this village uh, will create a huge transformation of this area just adjacent to campus and bring um, uh, various products that will create opportunities for people not only on campus but for the broader community to shop and dine and live and stay and recreate. So um, we're certainly excited about the opportunity to um, be here. Uh, as President Mearns mentioned, we've done similar projects at Kent State, University of Rochester, where we've come into um, areas that have had similar demographics and um, uh, similar characteristics and have been able to uh, bring new to market retailers, uh, new to market residential type products and really um, created uh, uh, opportunities for all, um, all product types Great. to lift up the, those um, communities. Okay, right. yeah. Um, so I know you talked about other universities that you worked with. What made you want to work um, specifically with Ball State? So as a developer, we certainly underwrite the economics of projects, mm -hmm. but we also underwrite the leadership, not only at the universities, but the, um, the cities as well. So oftentimes, universities feel like they're the 800-pound gorilla. Cities feel like they're the 800-pound gorilla. Mm -hmm. This is a unique opportunity to work with um, a university and city who are really in the boat together, rowing in the same direction. There's also the hospital system. They're also in the boat, rowing in the same direction. This is a university who's, who's been very thoughtful about purchasing property to create this great opportunity to create this transformation. This is a university um, that's ranked uh, in a number of categories for their students, for their program. They care a lot about social mobility. They care a lot about recruitment and retention. Um, they're keeping a lot of their graduates in Indiana. 94, 95% of their graduates have jobs um, once they graduate. So those are a lot of things that um, we care about as we look at universities. Are they doing things that are important for the community? Are they making an impact? Right. right. Um, now, as you again, you mentioned earlier about like the city specifically, and again, Ball State. What is something you want to focus on um, when working with us? Is that with like with the city and with Ball State, like those different um, community connections? Yeah. So I think it's important to note that this project is. Um, not only about Ball State and its students. Mm -hmm. This is about having a much broader impact on the region. So it's been very important to President Mearns and others at Ball State that um, this project needs to be about the broader region. So the catalyst in this project is the, uh, the Performing Arts Center. So there's going to be this great cultural um, anchor that's going to draw people certainly from the region. 
there's going to be a great hotel that you'll hear about during this segment. Um, there are going to be other things that certainly will have a broader reach. But the, um, the retailers, the restaurants, the service uses that you'll see in this project are not only geared to the students. Certainly there will be things for the students, but um, there will be things that will draw in um, the neighborhoods and the broader region. And, and that's so important for the success of the project. Um, many years ago, probably a couple decades ago or longer ago, the village was attractive to people all across the community. And now it's primarily attractive to students and maybe faculty and staff and maybe some folks at the hospital. So our vision, the reason uh, uh, that Randy and Fairmont Properties is so critical to our success is because of the variety of projects or programs that will now be in the village, we'll return it to this notion of a multi-generational district that brings people from all across East Central Indiana. I think take housing, for instance. Right. So um, you, know, you think of student housing, when you think of um, housing adjacent to a university, the housing actually that we're building um, in this district will be two things. It will be housing for young professionals, whether they work at the healthcare system or the university or work at other companies close by, and it will be for sale housing. So we'll be introducing for sale whether it's uh, townhomes or other types of for sale product within this district as well to bring more um, uh, folks in that are investing in the community with a for sale product. Yeah, and I, I'm sure you know this has been in the works for a while. Um, we've seen the sites and everything. So I think the big question is, what is the time frame for this? When is it finally gonna, um, you know, hit ground and uh, we're gonna start seeing construction? Well, as you know, I, I'm all and as Randy and his team knows, I'm always impatient, want to get it going. <laughs> right. But it's a pretty complex project in terms of the design and the programs, and then because of some of the features of the relationship, the contractual relationship that we'll have with Fairmont Properties, we need certain approvals from the state. Assuming we attain those, uh, obtain those approvals uh, next spring, we think we'll have shovels in the ground in the summer of 2024, and then we'll have the hotel and the Performing Arts Center open in the summer of 2026, and other buildings may be coming online a little bit sooner than that. Awesome, um, and you know, just to wrap things up, what is something um, both of you are most excited for, for um, the whole development project, maybe in a sentence? So what I would like to see is the same kind of activity that we see on our campus when we walked up here today to see that same kind of energy translate into the village, yeah. into the Riverside normal neighborhood, and also build on the activity that we're now seeing downtown. Yeah, I think um, one word, I know you asked for a sentence, but transformation. Um, I do think there is an incredible opportunity to bring the, um, the broader region and the neighborhoods back into the village so that students, faculty in the community begin to um, shop, dine, live, and recreate together once again in the village. Awesome. Well, Randy, thank you so much for being thank here. We you. really appreciate it. The economic impact of a proposed hotel in the village is expected to bring thousands of people a year. Some existing businesses are optimistic about the changes. Alex Almanza joins us with a look at how the proposed redevelopment is bringing mixed reactions. Right now what you see behind me is absolutely nothing. This blank plot of land sits empty for now, 
But come back in a few years in the year 2026, a proposed hotel will be the newest neighbor of the village's existing businesses. It's a project with a $60 million price tag, and it's got businesses within the village pretty optimistic. I think it's just a smart idea. Um, and of course, you had mentioned earlier about jobs. And the more jobs we get in town, the better town we'll get. But some also have mixed emotions. For many years, Ball State has pretended that the village was not there. They didn't want to have anything to do with this. Ball State University's proposed Performing Arts Center and Hotel is said to be a game changer for the school's Department of Theater and Dance. In this September Board of Trustees presentation, it shows that the lot at University and McKinley Avenue is where that $60 million hotel and rooftop bar will go. There are some spaces here that <laughs> definitely could use an update. It is kind of iconic for families who've been here for so long to come back. Moore describes his tabletop gaming business as more of a niche store. Meanwhile, Karen Fisher is the owner of the Art Mart down the street, and she's seen the village evolve for over 24 years. I'm hopeful that what is being said is going to be done, will get done, and not a whole lot more. I don't want to see this area become nothing but housing. And if university officials play the cards just right, it could mean more people through business doors. Alex Almanza, Cardinal Compass. Joining us now is Greg Shockett, the president and CFO of Shaka Hotels, a hotel management and, and development company. Um, what made you decide it should be a full service hotel, Greg? Well, first, thank you for having me on your program. It's delightful to be here with you guys and talk about the project. One of the things we wanted to do is we wanted to create an asset and an amenity for the community. And in figuring out what would be the best fit, we really thought having some food and beverage elements as part of the overnight stay would be a great addition that would attract more people to the hotel and make it more than just a place to stay, but a, a center for the community as well. Yeah, um, and what kind of amenities can people look forward to? And President Merge, did you have any say in kind of what you wanted to see in the hotel? We have, you know, this is a collaborative relationship and we're really aligned on it. I mean, as Greg said, we want to bring people to the community so that when they stay in the hotel, they're not just simply checking in in the afternoon and leaving in the morning, that they'll take advantage of the opportunities that exist on our campus, the opportunities that exist in our community. So having a, a nice restaurant on the ground floor there. Also, we're working collaboratively that there'll be a rooftop lounge and bar. Uh, I don't believe there's anyone, any amenity like that in East Central Indiana, which mm -hmm. we think will attract people after work. Yes. People who work at the university or work in the, ho in, mm -hmm. the ho in the hospital might go there for, to meet a friend or a colleague. So uh, th those kind of amenities. And then, you know, many hotels have a variety of amenities that they need to build into the hotel because of the things that exist on our campus. We can provide those amenities to support the hotel project. Yeah, um, and so this is gonna be a boutique hotel. Um, how is it, how are you going to make it unique for Muncie? Well, that's one of the great things about the hotel brand that we're going to do. It's actually what's called a soft brand. It's going to be a tapestry by Hilton. And what that allows us to do is it allows us to create our own unique brand that's just affiliated with the Hilton family of hotels. So the way we can make it unique is we're starting with the blank slate. And that's one of the most exciting parts about the project is we can leverage the history of Muncie, the history of the university, 
all the illustrious alumni, everything that has been going on in this community, going back to when it was created, that's all gonna be used to create a very distinct, unique brand just for this particular hotel. And that's got us super excited about this project. Right, so it will be under the Hilton flag. So if you're a Hilton Honors member, you get, right. those, you know, get those benefits, yeah. but it will look like no other Hilton hotel right. in the country. It will be uniquely branded for Muncie and for the university. Yeah, I think that's I think that's really exciting that it's going to be, you know, something new and not yeah. just like right. a basic It will know, be hotel. in partnership with yes. with uh, with Greg and his company. Mm -hmm. It will be our hotel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And what are the benefits of creating this type of um, extravagant amazing hotel that we're talking about today? Well, you know, we sell out on homecoming weekend which <laughs> yeah. is coming yes. up. Yes. Um, and uh, so to have a, a really a first-rate hotel in our community, it was important to us that, uh, that this hotel will be distinctive so that it won't necessarily compete with the hotels that exist on McGalliard or the Courtyard downtown. We want those businesses to thrive as well so that we lift all boats. Um, so we're excited that, again, it will be a destination. It will not just be a hotel where somebody, as I said, checks in in the afternoon, goes right. to sleep, wakes up in the morning and leaves. Um, now, with all these amazing things that we keep talking about with um, the, the rooftop bar and the, the restaurant, um, parking's already an issue everywhere, um, especially in the village. What are we going to do or what are you going to do for the hotel to make that easier for the visitors or for the community? Well, so one of the things, and I'll kick it to Greg, one <laughs> of the advantages of the location is the McKinley Parking Garage okay. is located yeah. immediately to the north. And then, of course, there's parking lots and parking garage behind the student center. Those lots are filled during the day mm -hmm. when classes, but they're generally not filled in the evenings and weekends when people might be coming to the Performing Arts Center or to the hotel. But, of course, we need to have an arrangement with, with Greg and his company. I'll let you... Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of parking uh, opportunities that we plan to work with President Mearns and the university on, and we'll probably utilize valet parking as well okay. to help with the flow and the ease of getting in and out of the hotel. Yeah, and, you know, with this new hotel coming to campus, I would imagine that it's going to create a lot of more jobs, uh, maybe for students, um, even I was thinking hospitality students. This could be a good, you know, kind of immersive learning opportunity for them to work in a hotel, um, things like that. So are you guys thinking about that or how many jobs it's going to create? 1,000%. That's another really exciting part of the project is the ability to leverage the, the university community and to be able to introduce students to the hospitality industry is, is such an amazing opportunity. So we look forward to collaborating with the university on staffing and, and helping to educate students who want to learn more about hotels, restaurants, and the hospitality business. We want to be a big part of that. Yeah. And we also will an <clears throat> excuse me, anticipate that students who are in our graphic or visual arts programs, mm -hmm. perhaps their art would be displayed in the hotel and in the restaurant. You also can imagine after the busy dining hours end, maybe our students will perform in the restaurant, do you know, small cabaret shows or, or jazz combos. So there'll be opportunities for our students to be engaged in the life of the hotel in, in many important respects. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are you both most excited for surrounding this whole project? We've talked about the restaurant, the rooftop, um, different job opportunities. What are, what are you both most excited for, Greg? There's many things. I'm excited about the project in general yeah. and the ability to create something unique for this community. But the other thing that's got me really pumped up is just the level of excitement we've received in return 
when we're talking to people in the community about the project, everyone is just so excited about the fact that a project like this is coming, that that's got us really motivated to, to make this a huge success. And, and that's what makes me optimistic. This is a big project, and there are certainly some risks associated with it, but we feel optimistic because we've got two great partners, and we have a community, a city, a county, a hospital system, the region who is supporting this project. Students and faculty and staff are excited about, our alumni are excited about uh, coming back to the village and seeing it restored to uh, what it was like when they were here maybe 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, and how do you think the performance hall and the hotel will kind of fit together? Um, because, you know, they're connected, is that right? They're yep. connected? They, yep. yep, there'll be two independent buildings, but there'll be a, uh, a walkway connection. Yeah, that's another great part of the project. The fact that they're both right next to each other, we think creates a lot of synergies. So when people are going to shows, they can come over to the hotel before or after to grab a bite to eat, to grab a drink, whether yeah. that's on the ground floor or up on the rooftop. And conversely, if there's people that want to come in for a night and go see a show and stay at the hotel, that's another great opportunity. So we yeah. think there's a lot of synergies between the two uses that'll be great. All right, well, thank you so much, Greg, for being here. That's all we have time for today for this discussion. President Murray, we wanna give you the final minute uh, for your reflection of today's conversation. Great. So Libby and Tara, thank you for giving us the opportunity to talk about this project. As you can sense, so many of us are excited about the potential that this project has for our campus to help us recruit and retain students here in Muncie, to transform the village, to, make, to ensure that Muncie becomes one of those truly nationally recognized college towns. And this is also part of our community engagement initiative. We want Muncie to thrive along with the university. So we're very excited about this project and I'm very grateful for all of the partners and support that we've received. Well, thank you so much, President Mertz. That's, I'm Tara Kanishny. And I'm Libby Kleemeyer. Make sure to join us next time for Cardinal Compass, Campus, and Community Conversations. At Ball State University, our promise is simple, to empower the success of our students. Our students benefit from immersive learning, innovative academic programs, and state-of-the-art facilities. Ball State offers a distinctive yet affordable educational experience and the ideal environment to prepare for a fulfilling career and a meaningful life. We inspire Cardinals to transform their communities, to revolutionize their industries, and to make a difference. We fly. Are you ready to fly? Cardinal Compass was produced at Ball State University by students of the College of Communication, Information, and Media at the Studios of University Media Services. Cardinal Compass was produced by Andy Newman, audio engineering by Olivia Saloniker. Special thanks to Sean Ashcraft for production assistance, the Department of Media, University Media Services, Ball State Marketing and Communications, and the Digital Corps.